get your mind and body rejuvenated with Monarch Montage, Skin Science and Medical Aesthetics, located in New York and Manila, bringing health and beauty wherever you go. From a simple Botox to a fat-reducing and muscle mass-gaining MSCOL. For more information about their quality services and locations, call or text 917-633-7710 or email at monarchmontage at gmail.com. Monarch Montage, the beauty and health continuum. And now, join us as we speak with your favorite Filipino celebrities and inspiring people. This is the podcast for global Filipinos around the globe. This is over a glass or two. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Do you have to mix this? 
know. Okay, so this is, uh, what is this made, made of? There's calamansi? Yeah, there's, there's calamansi. It's the ingredient that uh, gives it the sourness. And then he has his own um, secret twist on it. So guys, don't forget this. What do you call this again? It's, it's called our uh, Chief Miss Calamansi Sour. Mm-hmm. Made by mixologist expert Dominic Russo. So chef, okay, before time of thinking about your life, about everything. What are you? Well, what are we first eating? Okay, so um, as you know how it is in the Philippines, um, five thirsty is what we used to call our happy hour program. Okay. Tulutan, uh, which is launching uh, at the end of the year by the Philippine consulate that we're going to be part of. Um, so we try to promote this achievement where, you know, after you clock out from work you, uh, or uh, or university, um, on your free time, um, yes. you hang out with your friends, your family, your colleagues. Um, it's time to unwind a little bit and then it's time to achievement. Talk about, you know, anything from sports to books to movies to whatever okay, it is. Okay, and then okay. with 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 the with the art of conversation and cheese of course it's paired with cocktails and food. And so, uh, yeah, so that's we why have cheese meat. That's why cheese meat. For. So, uh, um, for uh, well, so everyone in the Philippines or who's Hispanic in general would know cheese mm-hmm. is derived from cheese which means gossip. Okay. But um, as we all know, gossip, uh, gossip or cheese is kind of. Uh, gives a negative oh, tone. Right. Yeah. Connotation. This is um, this is our conception growing up. You know, reading the um, Inquirer or you know talking about politicians and whatnot. But when we were constructing Cheesemiss, um, you know, I remember when during my college days in in, um, in Manila, there was this bar called Wasabi. In their um, in their slogan was like um, promoting the art of conversation. When I, when I read this, it just, I don't know, it just kind of stuck with me. So every time, like, we're doing um, we're doing um, restaurant concepts or bar concepts, it always just pops up. And then um, uh, when we when we decided with, uh, with the name Cheesemiss um, from Tito Stephen and Tita Reggie, it's just the first thing that came back in my head. I remember this from my college days. So it's kind of... Um, um, incorporating every bits and aspect of, uh, of my experiences and then coming together. Oh, so she's more saucy. I'm from the root word chisma. <laughs> okay, so stop. Okay, tell us what is the first food that we're trying? So we have signature um, pulutan from Galing sa Pinas Street Food. So we have our kamote fries with, uh, we have with our salted egg mayo. You guys have to try it. Yeah, salted egg mayo. This, this is so popular. And then we have our grilled isaw, which is the pig intestines with the spiced uh, soy sauce. So ito yung mga, sige, ito yung mga top selling ano natin, pulutan dito sa cheese mix. Oh my God, asara. The salted mayo is really a favorite. Let me try this open mayo. Yes. So, chef, it So, okay. So, kuntuhan muna tayo. When you first started, okay. You mentioned earlier that you've been to different countries. Bakit ang dami? Like, what happened? Like, when did you started, uh, when did you started, um, 
traveling? Um, well, we were fortunate to be able to travel when we were young. Okay. Like um, every summer break, we would either go to um, go to California, uh, go here, come here to the East Coast, or go around Asia or around the Philippines. So it's always been part of our um, uh, for life growing up. Okay. And then um, when I graduated. Um, University in 2006. Which, which, uh, which in uh, which College of Saint Benilde. Ah, so mga Benilde, mga Benilde yan. I first moved to San Francisco, which was um, my favorite city. It's kind of like second home. So I was there for um, I was there for about six years. But. Um, uh, as a chef, you feel the need to kind of learn and travel and explore. So I ended up in France and then working, and that was really a tremendous experience. I learned so much there, and that kind of served as the backbone of uh, my culinary cooking. And um, from there, from there, everything else just kind of like uh, spawned out. And then, so the developing, um, developing Philippine cuisine around this. Um, around this experience was kind of fundamental. And um, no matter where I go or what I do, it always serves as the structure that kind of holds everything together. Mm -hmm. you're, you're like a, a global chef. Oh, yeah. You inculcate everything, what you've learned around the world, into Filipino mm -hmm. cooking, right? And um, I always believe that um, as a Pinoy, um, who was given um, opportunities to uh, thankfully to travel blessings I call them these these things that I learned we incorporated um, in our dishes and it's also our responsibility to teach our fellow people chef you know to continue to help the cuisine to move forward and I have to say the Philippine cuisine from 10 years ago to now we're just skyrocketed um, yes, I mean, I always help my mom, my Lola in the kitchen. Uh, weekends, um, weekends, I would have friends over. We would barbecue isao. But I never, in the beginning, thought that it would be like a, a full career for me. But um, it's just uh, as you get older, um, it's uh, your passion just drives you, and um, you just once you find it, you don't stop eating, right? Eating, exactly. Eating. Traveling. Yeah. And speaking of eating, take a moment. About all that, I just wanna share. And about thinking, thinking more. It's a right? It's so yes. soft, guys. Okay. And then that's kind of, I believe, kind of what we did a little. 
live in the neighborhood. It's a, a lot of the non-Pinots who came here for the first time. They tried Philippine cuisine for the first time. And they, they had a misconception that everything was fried, everything was like... Um, it's too. It's too. Like, uh, it, there was nothing to fry. Slowly tell them that this dish comes from this region, and you actually go eat rice with this dish. They're like they're shocked, and it's just um, when people are open-minded, which kind of people are starting to become, then Philippine cuisine is look, it's looked upon as something a little bit more exciting now. That's yeah, true. So, so, so. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like every time, like it's the first time, we've been here like a couple of times. Trust me, guys. The hot ng food nila is one of the best. But you know, I also feel like the food that you you serve, guys, it really came from the heart. Yes. So, some inspiration na yun. Every time, like what every dish or every menu that you have in your list, where do those inspiration came from? It's um, it's all based on please, please, It's all based on experiences, um, experiences coming from the past and. Um, um, like Isao growing up, we would go to Lastinia, yeah. we would um, or to um, Marcelo Village. It's my pillar. It's pillar. Ah, it's so good. And then they have this, um, they have this uh, sweet sauce, which is uh, banana ketchup with brown sugar. Oh my God, it's so good. Tapos, you know, when, when, when he started, it used to be just a cart. And then now he has like para may food hall na siya. There's like 30 tables. Uh, I remember when we were going there, we would be having pale pills and redders on the street. It's not, not even a table. But now it's uh, big. Yeah, they're big now. We're going restaurants. This is the perfect place to really open up, you know, uh, having like uh, Tatul de Porti because New York is like a embodiment of all the culture. So this is yes. the melting pot of different cultures and different foods. Yeah. That's all true. Chef what about, okay, when you were in the building, what year did you move here? What age were you moving here? When I first officially moved to California, that was in 2006, I believe I was like 21. I just graduated, I just gra graduated college. Um, and then from there, it's just been, I wouldn't say traveling every year, but you know, after like five years, there's, there's an opportunity that brought me somewhere else. Okay. And as a chef, um, it's hard to say no because um, sure, you, you get to learn so much. You get to experience a different culture when you're young, when you're single. It's uh, it's like a dream come true. That's so true. Yeah. But in the different countries. So you mga mo? What's your favorite? Oh, my favorite is still Dumaguete. There's no place like home. But I mean, every every. Every every place is unique and different in its own. Um, San Francisco has its own charms. Paris is beautiful, as we know. The city of love. Um, you fall in love there every day. Um, Italy is just amazing. It's yes. breathtaking. I think Italy's my second home. Maybe my okay, my third home. After New York and after the Philippines. On the bar. But I was in Japan, and you know, Japan is just it's a different place altogether. Everything is just perfect. Everything is 
this first planet, planet. They have their own planet. They have their you own planet. It's just, it's surreal. Like, um, we, when, when I was working there, I would wake up at like six in the morning to go swimming. And you know, normally when I'm in, in, a, in a foreign country, when I go swimming at this time, at that early, I'm normally alone. But when I'm in Japan, when I get there, there's like 80 people ahead of me already. I'm like, and I feel like in, in, in our door, like I'm the only one away. And then I see like, uh, how many Japanese already swimming? I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in Japan. I have to wake up earlier, I guess. Like, what time do you say? Well, no, that was, I would wake up at 6 in the morning. And then people are already swimming ahead of me. But then if I do this in Italy, everyone's uh -huh. looking at me like, no. what is this guy doing? Very siesta. I know. People started eating outside more, but you know the the, the plated dinner didn't fit the situation anymore. Okay. Dining outside, so we kind of slowly remade the menu to be a little bit more bar centric and then focus on our cocktails now. like to think in this fashion but I think that's a selfish approach it's more 
the pandemic, everyone is struggling uh, mentally, physically, because of the lockdown, we're not supposed to live in this fashion. So we should um, accommodate and it's it's rebuilding. Um, it's, I think um, we should rebuild rebuild the city as one together, right? So after we opened the bar, actually, Everyone started coming out here, Tambay. Chef Tambay, ano, mag, ano, order ng, lagi ka na ng buckets of red ores. Wait, oh, wait. Speaking of buckets of red ores, do we offer red ores and sun-made lights? The beers that we, yeah, we grew up, yes, um, we offered, we offer, not offered, we offer red ores, San Miguel. The problem is, they've been out of stock for so long. Um, oh, okay. I think the ships that are delivering it has not been able to clear up to now. So it's been almost five months. So we still don't have it. So guys, if you want to probably in five, well, two to three more months, come to Chisney's. Meron ang mga favorite red horse. Oh, may buckets. Oh, yeah. buckets. oh my God. Don't even wait for the red horse. Just go. Sa cocktail pa, nang panalo ka na. Oh, well, oh. Oh, mag-winter na naman. So it's, it's time, it's cocktail hour. Yeah. And then we'll wait for spring for the red horse again. So, Chef, okay. What yes. about, what about um, the non-Filipinos? So, how oh. are they... How are they received? Uh, okay, so... They, were they open... Were they, like, a, like open-minded and did they embrace the Filipino food? Um, well, you know, um, a lot of the non-Filipinos that came here first, okay. it um, was mainly because... Um, their other half was Pinoy or Pinay. So that was in the beginning and then luckily the people from the neighborhood started coming and I would started to see American couples of yeah, that had no experience with Philippine cuisine whatsoever previous to coming here. So they have uh, as Jesse knows, uh, before I would always try to come out and greet every single table, introduce myself, oh, God, ask them how, what they think of the dishes and everything. So when I started meeting these people, um, they would be asking, like, Chef, we don't know anything. Um, what, what should we order? So I, I, I then realized at that point that um, Philippine cuisine, why we're a little bit behind than, um, than other, our Southeast Asian counterparts, is because the people are lacking education. So the, the, the more Philippine cuisine gets popular, you have chefs like Tom Kunanan, Napoqui, winning James Beard Awards. So you know representation. Exactly oh, representation, yeah. and then you have so many places now all over all over the Eastern Seaboard. So um, it's kind of at least in, in a direction where we're comfortable in the next five years, five ten years, um, we could be the next Thai cuisine. You know what? That that would be. You don't want to target nothing. You want to be how do they say you're a cheese me? Oh, there's like a chism. Chism. Yeah, it's like chism, chism, chism. And you know what? I also didn't know when we were when we were constructing. Um, cheese me. It's ours. Okay, di pa palay. This is the big ears. Oh my. Maybe Jesse will take or Jesse will take. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, guys. This is my favorite. 
So, um, when we were constructing, when we were constructing, and then um, there was an uh, older couple who approached me and said, um, do, you, uh, do, you know, do you cook uh, chickens here? I'm like, um, I'm sorry, I do not understand this question. Okay. Uh, they said, uh, chickens is um, it's a very old um, Jewish dish. Base of cat stewed carrots. Uh, what? Yeah, with um, with uh, from, from Israel. Oh. With uh, dates, I think uh, she was explaining to me, and I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm from the Philippines. I've never heard of this before. Oh, I, I, I asked her if you were kind enough to bring me a recipe here. I try to make it for you out of curiosity because I've never heard of it before. She said, okay, if I'm back here, I will bring you a copy. She never returns. But yeah, so I researched um, a little bit looking at it and there's there's many different renditions of it. Oh. But I still have yet to make it at some point. on the sizzling platter, but um, this is also a typical uh, pollutant dish. Back okay. home, Mang Raul has this also. Uh, oh, Mang Raul from? Uh, from Las Pinas. Yeah. I'm doing the dance of joy. Is it good? Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, okay. Isn't this way, because it's really soft, and then the, 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 the little bit of crunchiness of the soft bone? Yes. Okay, chef, I'm going to put some more. Maybe you should make it. I've tried a lot of, like, um, Isao. I've tried a lot of, um, Uh, pig's ear. What? But why is it like your dish? I mean, your your version of the, the pig's ear and the isao is way way better than the others. What's your secret? Well, I mean, the secret is just uh, patience. Um, oh. You have to um, you have to simmer it uh, to make it tender, but you have to know the correct temperature. You have to know the correct time in doing this. You have to cool this down properly. Um, you have to season it. So there's, there's a lot of steps in it. So in everything that we do, um, even if it's just isa or pig ears, there's you know there's a science into it. There's a method into it. It is Filipino street food. But in presentation mo nga, yung plated Filipino parang gourmet yung dating niya. Nakita mo naman, oh, ang ganda. Parang lalaki pa niya. It's very soft. It's on the tips. It's charged. Apparently, sunog all the way. Because it tends to be sunog all the way. So there's... um. And also the, the shape will kind of catch you off guard because like I said, normally you will see the ice up with us a topping on, on, on top of seasoning. So it, it, it's kind of, it looks a little bit like the isao that we just had actually. But yeah, 
yeah, so once it's already simmered tender, you just warm it up on the grill, you cold it, you, you black it a little bit of the skin, and then you just do the, the sweet um, tomato ketchup sauce, and then a banana ketchup sauce, I'm sorry. Was there a time that, um, when you were like, we want to know Joe how you said it, before that, was there a time that you want to like, you want to like, you know what, I'm going to give up, I can't do this. Oh, you know, this happened so many times, um, when I was still in Brooklyn as the sous chef at the Manila Social Club, and um, when that place closed, when the restaurant closed, uh, I remember it was uh, when oh, when we announced that we were closing. It was uh, November 2016 that we were closing in December, uh, the following month, and then it was also leading up to my brother's wedding in Bohol. Um, for for during that uh, season, um, I remember leaving the restaurant crying in 2016 like packing my knives and like, clearing my locker because you know I kind of I gave everything to it and then I remember walking to the subway it was like it was starting to snow and then it was just like very very music video music video sorry sorry what about five music video it could be Sting could have been singing in the background it was really it was that bad for me so at that point I was like thinking what am I going to do with my life but I remember at that time I was like completely burnt out I was like tired I was over fatigued I was working like 80 hours a week which is normal as a chef you're working like 10, 10 days a week, 80 hours a week. That's, that's normal. Um, but I was just like, I, I don't have anything left in the gas tank. I don't know what to do anymore. So, and uh, when I went home um, for to attend my brother's wedding, everyone was like, I told them the restaurant's closing. Like, what are you going to do with your life? And I'm like, I don't know. Can I take a break for a little bit? But after being back home in the Philippines, um, with my family, seeing my older brother get married, seeing my seeing my father kind of recover from cancer, he had uh, he was still alive then. He just recovered from prostate cancer. He was like in good spirits. And then my mother was like, uh, at that point in time, she was so happy that my father recovered. And then my my brother was just gotten married. And then I was like thinking, you know, I shouldn't uh, I shouldn't even try to give uh, give my mother any headache, saying like I'm, I'm defeated. I'm like I owe it to her to be to be more responsible than that. So I figured like, okay, if I'm not gonna work, I should be studying. I shouldn't be taking a, a break. If I'm taking a break, I should be doing something to improve myself. So at that point, I didn't have a master's degree. And then there was this university that I wanted to to go to in Italy. This is how I ended up in Italy. So it's, it's a very small university. It's like in a farm town in the northern part by the mountains. And then they only take like, you know, in, the, in that course, they only take about like 30 
students from all over the world. So I told I told my parents like I'm I'm gonna apply here and then I think I'm not gonna work for two years. I'm gonna get my master's. And then my father was like, this school that takes only like 28 students from the world and they can accept you. So like I said like yeah why not? I'm like you know I'm, I'm a chef. I was like, I was telling, I was telling them, like, you know, I'm a chef who will get it, and that should account for something. So, you know, I applied, and then I sent my application. They, I passed the initial screening. They sent me the entrance exam, so I took the exam. I passed, and then after after two months, they called and said, like, hey, chef, um, you can come to Italy. Like, we'll send you the paperwork to get your visa. For free? No, no, no. No, I'm saying the tuition fees, right? Yes. Very, very, I'm going to tell you this. Elite. Yes, it's a very... Um, I will share with you guys... What's the school? It's called University of Gastronomic Sciences. It's in, uh, it's in Piemonte in Italy. And then I will share with you guys the, the link. Uh, Chef, okay. Yeah. That only shows that you came from an affluent family. and drug production in the world. I was the, I'm the, 
the second, I believe, the second Filipino student they've ever accepted. Whoa. And the first Filipino chef that they accepted there. And then uh, I'm still in contact with them. I do a lot of partnership with events from them in Asia and, um, and here when they're here once a year. Is that part of your uh, travel guide? Uh, well, actually, no. Well, oh, thank you for thank you for mentioning the travel guide. What about that? Okay, so now that's an avid. Yes, okay, I've been waiting to. But wait, aside from travel guide, mommy, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and bring some family more. Oh, that's it. But mama, yeah, okay, the travel guide, we're not going. I've been waiting to um to uh yeah for this part of the segment. So um starting this pandemic, I'm sorry, last year starting the pandemic last year um, when we were in lockdown um, the restaurant was closed obviously um, we were mandated by Governor Como then the old governor that's also a different um, different episode okay. <laughs> we can talk about 10 years that's a five-part episode yeah. okay. we can talk about Como and the Blasio <laughs> okay let's focus um, okay so so during the pandemic um, I th- uh, we were locked down so I was still hearing uh, what to do uh, the restaurant wasn't open couldn't open and then I felt very idle mentally physically and that I needed to do something so I started um, I started writing I, I made my website it's Republica Culinaria R-E-P-U-B-L-I-K-A-K a K U L I N A R Y A. It's Republica with a K. Culinaria with a K. So it's one word, uh, RepublicaCulinaria.com. That's also my Instagram handle, by the way. If you want to look for me. So I, I, I started um, doing. Um, actually review restaurant review it's more me coming to a restaurant meeting the chef kind of like what we're doing now but obviously not not talking in this fashion and filming but just talk uh, briefly conversing with the chef taking photos of their signature dishes and then featuring it okay okay so we we start i started with the new york guide which i call the subway series Subway, Subway series, oh, wow. which you can find on the on the website. Okay. And then from there, um, it just kind of grew. So I started in New York taking the bus and the subway. That's why I called it Subway series. So I was like, I took the subway. So like, I went to Tradition, which is our friends. You have to visit them. And the house kitchen. Joey Charcoal. Joey Charcoal there. So like, uh, I, I went there. Uh, so I took the subway. So I called it Subway series. So after after featuring a few New York restaurants, I have friends in DC like Tom and them, Tom Kudanen. So I, I called and said like, hey, can I come to DC and like feature Philippine restaurants? Write about you guys take photos. I said yeah, come here. So I uh, this was last year, last year. Last year, oh yeah. So I, I I took the bus to DC, and then I ended up meeting like ten other chefs. So I ended up going to like twelve different restaurants. So I. From there, it just grew, and then from there, they told me, like, hey, this is my friend from Philly, he's a chef. Uh, call him, and then maybe he'll invite you to Philly. So I called um, Chef Lou, and he's like, yeah, come to Philly, I invite you to other rooms. Yeah. Hi, Meg, please. Uh, this is Meg, by the way. Thank you, Meg. 
This is the signature aristocrat chicken barbecue taken, taken from the house of aristocrat. Because of aristocrat. Because of aristocrat. Every Filipino knows. With the java rice. The java rice, yes. yes. So the inspiration is just aristocrats as a man. It's part of every Pinoy's life. And then the chicken aristocrat is just uh it's kinda you know, it's kinda like if you grew up in Manila at any point up until the nineties, you would have surely eaten at aristocrat maybe five hundred times. Oh my god, yes. So my childhood is in the aristocrat in Ross Boulevard. Exactly. Yeah. That's where my family goes. Right. You're right. Okay. Okay. So it's um once again it's a part of um it's a part That's of our culture. Yeah. Be careful. Be careful. Okay. It's a part of our our culture. Okay. And it's something that um that that um everyone should try. Oh my God. I will get for you, Jessa. Yes, again, please. Thank you. Oh, see. I just want to try it. OMG. And you don't shy away from featuring, like, you know, like, Arisabrat is its own restaurant in the Philippines. And you don't shy away from that, you know? Because, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's more, um, it's, it's part of our history and our culture. And, um, um, it's something that we should showcase and celebrate. Guys, super orgasmic. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, the return of my childhood. It oh my god, it's so good. It's like reminiscing yeah. my childhood in the Philippines. Oh, I'm so good. I'm getting more. I'm getting more Japanese over there. Japanese over there. So every time like. Okay. No, it's actually a, a combination of everything. It's first going out, getting experience, trying something new, or trying to replicate something from the past. And then I, I do a I do a tasting where I invite um, my coworkers, my chef friends, and non-industry people, so everyone can weigh and give their opinion, and then we adjust and tweak it from there. Oh, so it's a combination of everything. It's a combination it's a of collaboration, also. Of but with that being said, Cheesemith also is we utilize the talents of our employees. It's not only just us creating. It's like everyone has their own inputs. Our our chefs in the kitchen, uh, you know, they're from Pampanga, from Iloilo. We okay. ask them to make specials because that's what makes um, the restaurant exciting. It, there's always something in everyone giving their own their ideas to exactly. their our, 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 our bar program is spearheaded by um, by Dominic and uh, Jello and then they also incorporate new cocktails every every other week or so with what's in season okay. it's the same in the kitchen so wait so that only shows that 
But it has to come out like this. It has to t- taste like this. Okay, which is not yeah. the standard. Maybe the standard you're, but, and it, this is how I set up the station. Okay. Because this is how I understand it. Okay. And then you, okay, you're free to arrange it exactly. on how you understand it. Oh, Speaking of Ooh, Dominic. Hi, Dominic. Look at Dominic. Oh, he's so cute, right? Thank you, Dominic. Are you Filipino? You're not Filipino, are you Filipino? No, Spanish. Oh, my God. And, but you're Asawa, eh? I am this one is a vodka based cocktail that we actually make with a grapefruit reduction. We also use a honey ginger uh, syrup as well. Uh, we top it off with a little bit of club soda and sparkling wine. And I'm gonna tell you a story. Wait, Dom, don't move. So this is how the, the reason why Dom got married because his wife uh, made made him try the gin pomelo before, and then got Dom a little tipsy. So in turn, Dom made a gin pomelo uh, vodka based upgraded. <laughs> This is your love drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Of course, growing up, I I used to love gin pop. Um, um, you know the hinebra with the with the
So most of the vegetables in the Philippines, yung mga pagdakain sa karinderya, ganun yung kulay niya kasi hindi binablanch. It's, it's just missing one technique, which can easily be taught. Um, and then, you know, it, it, it makes a world of difference. Aesthetically, the, the colors become brighter. Yeah. So, so it's important din sa, sa cuisine niyo kasi ano tayo, yung, 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 yeah. yung please, please, yeah. yes. It's, um, everyone eats with Instagram first now. So, itong, ano mo, tama kasi. So, chef, ito, ito, one of, ano, best-seller nito. Best-seller nito. Um, I've never tried a kale laing. Never. Tell us about the white king. My God. Well, um, number one, when, when we were, um, when we were concocting the menu here for Cheeseman, the idea was, was to blend Philippine flavored ingredients with local ingredients here in New York. And I couldn't find taro leaves or in abundance or when I could find in limited quantity, they were so expensive. I could not meet the demand that I needed to produce here in the kitchen. So I needed to find an alternative vegetable and I found kale to be very tough. Um, and it, it was a perfect um, substitute and uh, actually I'm going to tell you guys a secret here at OAGT just don't tell the Pinoy's back home in, um, in the Philippines mas masarap pa yung kale sa lahi kesa sa dry taro leaves thank you beautiful and you know kale is very uh, westernized alam mo and you know what? One of the best compliments I've ever received was um, a couple dining here, Putisila. First time trying Philippine cuisine. Tapos yung asawa sabi sa chef, um, I never eat kale. But if you put it in spicy coconut milk, I'm eating everything. I know. Yeah. It's so good. Tapos may, ano, chef, of course, yung rice, garlic, rice. Ito dumating. Ito po. Ano? Ano? Ano yan? Ah, yan ang ano natin. Salpicao. Beef salpicao natin. Garlic salpicao. Ang sarap grabe. Beef salpicao. And then this beauty over here in the middle is? It's our concept. It's the sour bone marrow soup from Bacolod. Wow. Ano, kanse. Kanse. Also, this is, what is kanse? Kanse is the bone marrow. So both are bone marrow. Both have bone marrow. So the difference between them is? This one is, um, has a, a sour sinigang-like broth. And then this one is, um, torch with the garlic beef. Oh, the one that you should, oh. Sorry, I'm not happy with the picture. 
everything is ordered a lot. The lying, I would say, is one of the top sellers. The salpicao. It's the top seller. Yeah. Now that it's a little bit colder, the tansy is coming in. Tansy. Mm, slowly, because of the broth. So, what do let me try, let me try that one. Nakakainis. Pero siya nagtatanga ko sa'yo ah. Yes. Okay, you're, you're a good chef, you're a good cook and everything. Pero question, how come you, I don't see you like gaining weight at all? I think I'm so fat now compared to before. Oh, really? <laughs> but okay. um, all this good food. <laughs> oh my god. But it's okay. um, I swim every day. I will not swim every day. At least four times, three to four times okay. a week. Um, I lift weights at least once a week, and then and then I eat for seven days. <laughs> but it's, it's, I'm, I'm just active. I'm working all the time. I'm in the kitchen. I'm, I'm handling two businesses. I have a juice bar that just recently opened. So it just actually opened yesterday. Soft opening. Wow. It's called Juicery Harlem. Okay. We're located at 370 Lennox Avenue. That's on off 129th Street in Harlem. Why, why Harlem? Uh, Harlem is interesting. Harlem is um, it's very it's very it's full of culture. It's full of life. It's just an amazing place to be at. And. Um, Yeah, my business partners for that venture, they're actually local Harlemites. So um, they suggested it and then I came in, I did the, I did the menu for them, did the training and then yeah. So we're slowly operating and it's nice to also, um, it's my first time doing a juice bar. So it's kind of getting to know me fruits and vegetables in a different manner than cooking okay. Okay. or juicing. I don't okay. juice I don't juice at home so I actually really learned here. Wait, so, so, wait, so you just attacked opening was yesterday? Yesterday, yeah. So it's just I just more, came from there. It's just like plain juices. Like everything's juice. There's no like food, no I know well I mean so we have five juices, we have five smoothies, we have three booster shots And then we have three food items. We have an acai bowl, so it's basically a smoothie. Then we have um, we have an avocado toast, and then we have a tuna melt. That's it. And it's very healthy. Tuna milk is without mayonnaise, by the way. I swim, I go to the juice bar, then I come Unfortunately, um, with all these adventures and um, adventures and opportunities and um, career um, career um, advancements, um, obviously the personal life had to take a little bit of a, a stumble. Uh, uh, well, uh, I'm single. It's, uh, Jesse has my phone number. Well, well, I, well, I'm, 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 I'
stand with you. <laughs> We're gonna see in the comments if what you're saying is true. <laughs> so what do you mean? Like, uh, I mean, um, no, it's more. Um, it's a moving is very difficult, and then obviously it's not like um, let's say when I was moving to France, I was I don't know 26, 27. It's not like um, you know, it's not like I'm a millionaire and I'm like Jesse, let's let's go. I'm taking you to Paris. It's not like I'm going there on holiday. Um, I'm going there and I'm working seven days a week and like in like 20 hours a day. So it's also I feel like it's also a little bit unfair to the women that um, I, I'm not able to if I'm to date them. I, yeah, I'm not I'm not able to give them attention and then I barely have a day off. Aside from that, I don't even have money to take them out. So it's just like all the money's out. Yeah, yeah. So it's just um. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, do I get lonely? Yes, I do. It's normal. But um, in the end, it's just like um, you're always motivated, especially here in New York City. New York City is such an amazing city that um, the atmosphere here is like, even if you're tired, even if you work like 18, 20 hours, when it's 6 o'clock, you're like, you wake up like with two hours sleep, like you're ready to go. It's New York. Because if you... So, since gusto mo ng Pinay, lahat ng mga Pinay dyan sa Queens at sa New Jersey at ang ilan-ilan sa Brooklyn, go here sa Chisleys, dito kayo mag-lunch, ah, mag-breakfast, ano ba po? Mag-dinner din dito. Lunch, the lunch dinner, and I always ask for him, hindi parang na kayo nag-date nung get to know Chef Jackie. Or, or even better, gusto mo mag-breakfast tayo sa Juicer dito. Ayun, ayun, ayun. 3.17 Lennox is the address to open at 10 in the morning. Doon ang breakfast. Pagtagal-tagal, Eh, pag-type ka niya, after one week, how many weeks, libre ka na. So, diba? May love life ka pa. Diba? Cleansing niya. Cleansing. Anyway, Jeff, what's good? Okay. Let's talk about nga, si nga, since you're single, what is your ideal for women? Ano ba? Uh, I mean, ano sa listahan? Well, the number one, um, the number one rule would be someone who would support you um, in your, you know, in your endeavors. Um, would be supportive and not be like ah, tatatabaho ka na naman or kailangan na naman umalip. I mean, these are things that sometimes you just have to do. You can't, you can't escape it. And um, if you don't have an understanding girlfriend, then it's just going to be difficult. But also with that being said, when I say these things, I also have to put in my mindset that I have to be the same for the person. She could have a, an even busier life than me. And I, you know, you just have to understand this. And it's it's more the important thing. Also, is like your families get along, which is kind of not so easy. That's, that's so difficult. But your mom and your girlfriend. Oh my God, this is like Taylor's all the time. Yes. Ulo mo parang dapat kasama natin yung papalagat sa kanya. Ay oma, ako pa sa. Bakit gusto mo sa ibang kasi? Busy-busy ako sa work kanina. Oo, dapat ang pakalala namin sa'yo. Busy asad. Oo. Oh, she, she can always come. Uh, what's her name? Joe. Joe! We're waiting, Joe! Pinanggit ka na lang. Akala ko di sasabihin ang name. Sabi ni Jesse, sabi ni Jesse, sabi ni Jesse, Red Horse, naka-reserve na. Naka-reserve na. She's really the human gift, beautiful. You are perfect. Oh, yeah. Joe, WhatsApp me, please. Oh my God, WhatsApp din kami. Oh and she's from, and she's from Queen. 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 Oh, yeah. Pero siya pa kayo ba iba? Kasi ina, tapos na 
love life. Oh, okay. So okay, let's talk about about um, what about you? What the fuck? What is your daily um your daily routine? What kind of um um a life of uh, well, I mean, this will this will depend on what commitments are planned for the day. Sometimes I have to be at the juice bar the whole day. Sometimes I have to be here the whole day. Sometimes it's back and forth, kind of like today. So this is how it rotates. If my mother is in town, sometimes she stays with me. I have to take her to appointments, things like this. So it's it's um. It just it's divided into three aspects. There's working out, there's business, and there's family. Oh my yeah. So that means you when when it comes to your parents, your, to your mom. Well, yeah, I mean, like a, lo- a loving son. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. A loving son. That means he can be a loving husband. What else can you look for in a guy, right? Oh, wow. Look for a guy who loves the I mean, if you're a man and you can't even take care of your own mother, there must be something wrong. Yeah. Sure. That's your mother. I mean, like your sister. Um, yeah, it's just... Um, it's um, it's kind of that's how the day the days are. But you know, I'm lucky sometimes that I have like a few days off. Then I, I'm able to do the travel guide. Yeah. I'm able able to go even to the travel guide. Yeah. Okay, you have a travel guide on your, even on your days off and your personal time. Now the, the question is, are you open also if they knock on your door? Bigger media uh, possibilities like they would want you to judge a cooking show or your even your own cooking show. Or you know, cooked up online everywhere. Are you open to that? Um, I mean, if the opportunity is right and uh, it's something that I can use to promote the restaurant, promote Philippine cuisine, then yes. 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 Represent. Someone. Represent. Yes. yes. It's um. I've actually um. Uh, I've had it. I've gotten a few a few offers and um, I I I never audition, but I always make it a point to say that as long as the, you know, there's the restaurant is um, yes. is included. Yes. Mentioned, oh, yes. And um, I'm always um, part. I would always be down for it. Central Kitchen, yes. We used to do charitable work, but this time it's, this is just uh, an office contract. So I go around New York City um, and feed different offices. So last week I was at World Trade Center four, which I'm coming back in three weeks. So and then um, yeah, like what I said, so next week it's 30 Hudson Yards, and then you know last. 
last year we were like we were doing Fox News, we were doing Major League Baseball headquarters, we were doing um, where else did we go? Um, we we went to World Trade Center, Ford Building. Yeah, wow, and they get to eat now Filipino food, right? Exactly. And what's the reception? How is it? They love it. A lot of people came here. Oh yeah. Wow. Follow up. Like we want yes. more. And then wow. um, I used to do this. Um, I used to do this. Um, um, tasting event called uh, Tasting Collective. It's an online platform. They come here, they book the restaurant. I do a tasting for 30 people. Oh, that's a good one. Huh? Okay. And then, so, I had, a, I had a family who just loved the food so much. He's an, uh, an older um, Wall Street executive. He called me last week, like, Chef, um, I'm having an office party. None of us are Filipino. We want to do Kamayan. I'm like, yes, sir. Okay. So, dude, Wall Street people, 30, 34 of them here, I decked out in banana leaves, and they're like, what are we going to do? I'm like, whatever you want. Everything is there. And they're like, okay, so we're using their hands? Yeah, we're just eating like this. I'm like, yes. And they love it. They love it. Every time people want the Mayan request, they get requested from the AP, they get accommodated, yes. right? Of course. I remember, I think the first time I was here, I think uh, late last year, yes. was the Mayan outside. Oh, yeah, and, I remember. And there were yeah. people walking around. Um, Walking in the sidewalk and they would stop because what is that? Because yes, I remember. It's really eye catching and now they would stop and, and they actually inquire and now they want to go back and take yes. it for themselves, right? Exactly. That is awesome. So, aside from being a good chef, aside from being a good one, everything, whatever you do, whatever you touch, you always turn it into gold, right? Professionally, you know, for the restaurant to be successful, for my staff to be taken care of, and um, for them to grow professionally as well, and have uh, you know exciting opportunities beyond these doors, bigger opportunities also. Yeah, because it's more, you know, we're paving the way. I started also with different restaurants before we formulated our own small restaurant, and then I also want our employees to grow to learn from other establishments. I heard about that, you know, a, a, a true great leader is someone who's not afraid of letting go of their, of, of their of people uh, moving on and growing, and be leaders as well. Because if, if we see them, you know, and I know we will, when when they succeed in five, ten years time, it only means that the platform that we built here is actually correct. And um, we're, we're, we're doing our part in, you know, helping the Pinoy's Yeah, I feel like it was really weak. I don't know. It's a genuine heart. It's a very kind of warm. 
Very warm. A warm fuzzy bear. <laughs> it's a, yes. Um, I, I like this because everyone is also like this to me. I feel like um, I feel like in order for in order for people, I'm not just talking about businesses, but Filipinos in general to be to become for our community to improve and become better. We as individuals, you know, have to start it and become better to each other first. So to be honest, as uh, when I was the chef in Brooklyn, I've met a lot of the Filipino community, and comparing it to where where the relationships are now, I've seen uh, everyone grow. Like in the past, like eight years, everyone, you say I'm more accommodating, but I, you know, eight, uh, eight years ago in Brooklyn, things were not the same. Also, uh, people, people like uh, people were not coming to us like all the time, and like. Um, I think now because everything is kind of like coming together. Like, um, even the, what you guys say is like, a lot of people think like, oh, the chefs are so snotty. So even now you were saying also that even the, 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 the customers are, I mean, the, the clients are also snotty. Like they feel like they're just a chef, whatever. Like yeah, yeah. But now oh, like um, okay. the, the also the Pinoys are just like now like they're everybody's like. Their part in, in the quorum. Exactly. Yes, the exactly. exactly. The, the customers and the chefs the, chef, the owners exactly. and everyone. Exactly. And it's probably because of social media as well, you know? Exactly. And I think that from the pandemic, it, it, it brought the, the community together. Yeah, a little bit better, yeah. yeah. here a few times, two or three times, yeah. and he was like saying, he told me like, uh, I know this is my third birthday party, but I just want, I'm just doing it because I want people to get together, the Kamabahans to get together, because I feel like everyone is struggling so much. And then that, that kind of really like, made me feel like, I think I should do a little bit extra for the community also. Is, uh, when we were when we when we were doing the World Central Kitchen, we started last year with a group of friends okay. with Project Mercada. There was four of us. Um, we started donating like maybe 200 meals, okay. and after a year, we, we reached like 16,000. So it's kind of wow. I'm, I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Just a question that right here. Now that you were talking about 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 yeah. this, it's not just you, right? It's a people that works for you also. It's a team, yeah. It's a team, right? It's a team effort, a collaboration. What type of boss are you? Um, uh, for me, I, I, manager. No, it's more like um. It's not someone I let them do do whatever you want. It's more I will show them my way. But I, as I've gotten older, I understand my way is maybe a little bit difficult, or maybe my way is only my way. I'm the only one who understands it because everyone is different, and I've accepted that. So what I do is I show like, okay, this is how it is. This is how I want it to be. Um, this is the recipe. This is how it tastes like. But you're free to kind of give it your interpretation. But let's keep. It, um, let's keep it um, on, on. Let's keep a standard to it, and then. Um, 
it's not like, too out of the box. Yeah, yeah. But, but also, also in the sense that um, I'm not saying that oh, the onions should be here, the garlic should be here. They give them the freedom to, to have their own flow. As long as the product, is the, the outcome, yeah, the outcome is the same, is the and same. the quality, yes, the quality is the par. Yeah, exactly, the consistency. But so you give everyone the, uh, a little bit of freedom, so they're uh, they're happier. They're um, they don't feel like trying to strangle. And, um, I think it makes for a happier environment. But the key thing is, the number one key thing, key aspect in every work environment is respect. You, know, you treat That's everyone social. with that respect, so then 95% of the time, they will treat you with respect. Also. Exactly. It has to be like, I'll, I'll scratch your back, you scratch my back. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we help each other out. Yes. Chef, I need to go on vacation, like, go. Of course, if you're right, you have to go. It's, it's remember to come, come back. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, exactly. But also, there's times so they dread it when I when I come in and like, guys, my catering time next week. Like, oh, oh come that, on. That, that means there's a morning tea and an evening tea. Oh, oh. God. But also. The most important thing is also to be by example. Um, you can obviously you delegate, but you you should be able to execute each task. Exactly. Let's say, pag sinabi mong, oi, bro, ikaw mag-grill neto. Tapos pag sinabing, chef, hindi ko kaya, dapat kaya mo. Oh, it's not like it's not a person that the type of boss I would like delegate and then I don't know how to do it. This is beyond me. The reason why I hired you because I expect you to know. All hands on deck, dapat. Chef, ang bait mo. Alam mo super long na namin lalo si Chef. Sorry, tabol pa, guapo pa. Not no. So, Chef, question. So, what's your plan for cheese mix aside from you know like? I know, as I said, the juice bar, the cheese mix. Is there going to be a, a, a second, be second brand? Second brand. Um, we're 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 planning on uh, maybe a small project in Miami in the future. Oh. We love, we love you, Miami. Yeah. We love oh the sunshine. First time in the Miami. Yes. of the Philippines. Okay. Uh, so we're we're planning um, maybe something next year. We'll see something small. It's still um, in the pipeline. But aside from that, locally here in New York, um, we're gonna renovate a little bit next year, and um, we're um, we're gonna do some minor changes. I cannot give out details yet because um, I want it to be a surprise. Wait, this is, this is a no difference. Um, that's only on Friday. It's gonna be the speak easy. It's the hidden room, baby. Oh my god. So it's um uh, stay tuned for details. Follow our Instagram at Cheesemis NYC T S I S M I S N Y C or check our website at cheesemisnyc.com. Um updates are gonna be there. So we're slowly um if we close down for a few weeks during the winter, do not be alarmed. We're just making some changes, installing the the poles. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> In the red room. In the red room. <laughs>
they cannot go over it. So, um, personally, based on experience, I think um, there's two answers to that question. Number one is um, Latin and Filipino talent promoting Filipino talent. So, ten years, prior to 10 years ago, you know, chefs cooking Philippine cuisine is kind of unheard of. But there's very few. When I say very few, there's maybe like three or four. But now it's kind of like, you know, because of Instagram and social media and like the, the chefs like Tom and Paul winning awards, it's kind of like a cool thing now, kind of hipsterish. You go, go against the, uh, the trend. The trend, yes. And then, you know, promoting, um, promoting um, ethnic culture. But uh, prior to that, um, all the chefs, all the good chefs, would be working for a French restaurant, Italian restaurant. Uh, you know, prior to moving to Manila Social Club, I was also a French chef. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, exactly. This is how you learn and this is how you progress in your career. So I think that's the number one issue, which is extremely different now. And the second issue is lack of education from the consumer point of view. Um, when, when you're at home, um, and then you're like, um, you and your friends are, let's say, order Thai takeout, Asian Thai or Southeast Asian. You don't think Filipino. Yeah, you don't think Filipino, right? Exactly. Stretch this. Yeah, you have to stretch this. 
number two is learning to cut operations, accepting the fact that the the world is different. Okay, we cannot um, we cannot do another fine dining restaurant. It's just not possible. It's not the right time, and this is not what people are looking for. And number three is just um, listening to listening to your consumers. I always ask the guests like, if you if you are to go out, if you're to uh, come out here and dine, um, what, what do you guys want me to do? Like, oh, chef, a lot of people said, "Isolaman sisig," or you want more red wines. Like, okay, so like, is this what our customer wants? And yeah, listen, and we just we just kept on transitioning, and then um, yeah, obviously tighten our belts, and then. Pray a lot. <laughs> that this year will be over, and the next year It's just um. It's so sad. From the subway going up, going to here, walking over here, there's still a lot of joints that are not open. My favorite pizza place is but over there. It's not open anymore. So it's, it's, it's great to see like other stores in here, especially the Filipino restaurant bar Chismis, still thriving right now. You, you know what's a scary sight for me? Yes. Every time I walk around Seoul, when I saw the businesses getting boarded up last year, yes. and then it's now a year and a half, and they're still in the same situation, I'm like, this is New York City, this is supposed to be the center of the universe. You walk down Fifth Avenue, this used to be filled with suits, walking up and down, yes. all, all the lunch places were packed Monday to yes. Friday, yeah. it's still yeah. empty up to now, there's still no offices, it's Manhattan Fifth Avenue, so it just goes to show how the world has changed because a lot of uh, sorry, a lot of um, a lot of um, employees also started working from home exactly and, and then the big companies like twitter uh jack dorsey and now work work from home for life so i'm like <laughs> you know that the world is really changing so let's say you're an exa- uh, you're um, you're an employee of Twitter and you're given this mandate work, uh, you're allowed to work for, from home for life why do you need to pay three thousand dollars for a one bedroom you can you can that three thousand dollars will be enough for one year and you're surfing in Chicago, right and you're happy you're surfing you're online right I worked at Third Avenue, and then I had to, to go to this uh, to, uh, 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 in Manhattan yesterday, early in the morning, in the subway. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, the, the hour where everybody goes there at the same time. Yes. I did not miss that. I was like, when the doors opened in the subway and it was so packed, I was like this. Because like, it's still COVID, right? I don't have my shot, but... And then I had to... Oh my God. Oh my God. Because we're, we're all working from home. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like... I, now it's kind of like weird to go to work. To go to the office. I just came from the office. That's why I was just like, this is kind of weird. Like, I go once, once, once a week. How was it? Was it? Was there people there? Oh, yeah, it's still a lot of people. Okay. The point is, you feel like, I don't know, like, I still miss the weekend to go to work. At the same time, it's, it's very comfortable to work from home. But um, for me, work for home, work from home is impossible. Yeah, or or But um, I have to, I, I completely agree with you. But when they reopened Manhattan, and I think it was June, and I remember the first week, because um, I normally take the bus. I live on uh, on on here in the east side, and then what, 
like the, the the people in the bus from usually there's only like four of us during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. no, it started being full again. No, it's back. I'm like, like, standing, oh, standing yes, standing room again, and I'm like, whoa, like where did these people come from? Sure, sure, but sure. yeah, it's um, you've gotten accustomed to it. Yeah, we wanted to go back like that, but because we are still in the, in the pandemic, it's, it's weird. You know, you know, that feeling. Yeah. Like, I have good news though, coming from the Philippines. Okay. I heard that. Starting next week, there's no more quarantine. Oh my no, god, yeah! There's no more quarantine. No more. Yeah. That's what we're waiting for the, for the Philippines yeah. to happen. Because we want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm both um, on the, on the six. Yeah. Oh, you are going after two years. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm so excited. Yeah. When are you going home? Next December 6th, yeah. Until when? So Until Jan 11. Oh my God! Oh, so, uh, yes, si, next year. <laughs> and also, Chef Jap, Jap, dito, I'm wearing bad weather. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, is that the reason for no, going no. there? I'm visiting my lola. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, we call it visiting my lola. lola yeah, it's her. Uh, it was her 80th birthday last year. Uh, Happy birthday! Before we end this, oh my God, ang tagal na pala natin. Before we end this, I just wanna um, let everyone understand. Aside from, I think one of the reasons why Chef Jackie, like, uh, still here, standing, um, striving, like, since pandemic, it's because, you know what, because you're so blessed. Because you're so, um, you're one of, he's one of the chefs that, uh, the, one of the Filipino chefs that are very accommodating. Like, he always, like, he's, he always have an open arms and, and he always like very very um generous to all the Filipino community and not all chefs are like that i mean i've been in this i've been in this uh in this country i've been living this country for 20 years and i've seen a lot of chefs and you're like one of a kind and i think that's all thank you thank you i'm very honored yes, and humbled yes. to hear that for me, my answer is simple. Um, obviously, I do this out of love and uh, passion um, for the Philippine community because um, um, I believe that in order for all of us to strive, we need to help each other. And um, me, like welcoming you guys, encouraging you guys, promoting, bringing more people to the restaurant. It's, it's how we all work together as part of the community. There's no. Um, I, I feel like um, having a good and solid relationship with everyone just opens more doors for you. I love the way you do it. That's how I think. Too. Yeah, it's just, um, you, yeah. Know, you don't pick and choose. You just yeah. have to, like, oh, you know what? You have a lot of followers. No, I'm not welcoming him. No, I want the door. But he's really wonderful. Thank you. It's, um, it's one love. You know, you know what I love. Cheers for that, guys. <laughs> With the green cup, cheese mist colors. Oh, cheese mist colors. Okay, before we end, would you like to have a last message to everyone and also plug in afterwards? Okay, so uh, first of all, I'd like to say thank you to OAGT for coming here. It's a pleasure to host you guys. Um, it's so much fun talking to you guys. Direct for your patience. Um, the country is waiting for you. And, then, um, but I just want to say to everyone, if you haven't been to Cheese Miss, please yeah, give us a chance, give us an opportunity to to feed you, um, try our dishes, try our cocktails. The atmosphere here is really fun and um, 
to everyone in the Philippines. Maraming salamat sa inyong lahat. And you know, we're excited to come back home. And hopefully, when you guys visit New York City, you come visit us. And if you have any questions and suggestions, feel free to email OAGP or myself. Oh, yes. Salamat. Thank you so much. And on that note, that's not our last toast, guys. Yes. Chef and everyone, amidst the pandemic, let's still find ways to be happy and fill our bellies with Filipino food. Yes. Let's all talk about it. Get your mind and body rejuvenated with Monarch Montage, Skin Science and Medical Aesthetics, located in New York and Manila, bringing health and beauty wherever you go. From a simple Botox to a fat-reducing and muscle mass-gaining MSCO. For more information about their quality services and locations, call or text 917-633-7710 or email at monarchmontage at gmail.com. Monarch Montage, the beauty and health continuum.